0: Welcome into the third edition of of uh, Four Quarters Overtime College Sports Edition. Today we're going to be talking ACC Championship Game Notre Dame versus Clemson. We're going to be previewing that. We have Parker Hamlet from College Sports Network Notre Dame and Isaiah Washington from Clemson College Sports. Uh, It's going to be a great conversation. We talk how this game is going to uh, impact college football, the college football playoffs, and what we think is going to be the biggest keys for victory for both teams. Enjoy the episode. Welcome into Four Quarters Overtime. Unfortunately, Brad Jeffers cannot join us today, but with me, I have Isaiah Washington and Parker Hamlet, two College Sports Network contributors, Parker from Notre Dame and Isaiah from Clemson, and we're going to preview the ACC championship game. Good to have you in, guys. Nice to be
1: here.
2: Good to be here, man. Ready to get into
0: it. All right. So the first question I have is for Parker in the Notre Dame. Clearly, it's going to be a lot different. Uh, you don't have DJ Alungale or however his last name is pronounced. Now you got Trevor Lawrence, the probable number one overall draft pick in the NFL draft. How does that change what Notre Dame has to do defensively?
2: Well, honestly, I, I was very impressed with DJ's performance initially. He went 29 for 44, 439 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. There was that long um, fumble six with uh, Travis um notre dame just kind of prepared honestly just for trevor is an nfl arm i mean his accuracy is something that dj just could not bring to the table you know it it was an it was an instant classic 47 40 double overtime first matchup between the two teams um notre dame took a big lead early dj helped him climb out of it um but I don't think it's going to – it's just not going to go like that when Trevor under center whatsoever. I mean, I'd be lying to you even as a Notre Dame fan with Sidelines indie, College Sports Network if I told you that Trevor not being on the field was a huge contributing factor in Notre Dame being able to pick up the win there. I do feel like Notre Dame is in a much better position than they have been years prior in this ACC matchup against Clemson. Um, you're going to have to keep Trevor in the pocket. You can't let him beat you with his legs. That's something he did very frequently throughout the college football playoff last year. He was very mobile. You know, it, it, if he was beat you with an arm, he was going to beat you with his legs. So mainly keeping Trevor in the pocket, um, forcing turnovers, which is, was a big factor, in then being able to come out on top
0: against Clemson the first time.
2: But this is
0: a very different matchup
2: the second time around.
0: Isaiah, um, similar question for you. Trevor Lawrence being back is going to change a lot of things for Clemson. Do you th- the real issue was there was two costly turnovers for Clemson. Do you think Trevor Lawrence would change those turnovers, or do you think that was totally separate from Trevor?
1: Um, to be honest, I think with the experience with Trevor continuing to be in this ACC championship game and with the college playoff, that he understands what's at stake. And with him you know, playing against Virginia Tech, that gave him a boost going into um, next week's game. And honestly, I just think the big receivers um, right now, Cornell Powell and Amari Rodgers, have to step up and have to get open. And on the defensive end, they have to contain Ian Brooke, and they have to keep him within the pocket, and he cannot go outside scrambling. But to, to be honest, I really think that Trevor, with Trevor being back, that he's, he understands the offense. And with DJ, you know, being a freshman, he, he was doing it off the fly. But as Davo preaches, he they practice as if they're going to start. So I think even with DJ going into that game, he was prepared. But when looking at Trevor, he's, he's been in this position before and he's working with different guys, but he understands what he has to do to win.
0: Outside of Trevor Lawrence being back, what do you think is going to be different for Clemson in this game? I know they had some defensive starters go down again before they played Notre Dame. What's going to be different on the defensive side of the football? Because that has not been – the usual Clemson defense of years prior.
1: With Mike Jones and others coming back, I believe that they will, they under, with watching film, they will understand, you know, how the offense of Notre Dame works. And they will look at those films, especially with an off week this weekend, and get, you know, get a film sessions in and understand, you know, how to stop the running attack and the passing attack that Ian Brooke causes.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to make a big difference. It's definitely going to be a different, uh, a different thing that Notre Dame has to prepare for. Um, but one of the big things is, is neither of these teams play tomorrow. So they're both going to have a full essential bye week before coming into playing the ACC championship game. Uh, we'll start first with Isaiah, stay on the Clemson track. What do you think is the most important thing for Clemson to do during this uh, bye week, essentially to be prepared for the ACC championship game?
1: I think the biggest thing is to make sure that they have everyone involved and that everyone practices as if they're going to play. Just, just in case anything happens with injuries, knowing that you know injuries have been a big case for us and making sure that they understand um, being in that championship phase and having that mentality to go in and do what they have to do to win. Because it's a big game. We lost to them once. And but also watch the film of their defense and understand the schemes that they throw at them on the defensive end and offensively just execute because that's the biggest thing that Dabble um, preaches to them and I believe, you know, having the ball in Trevor Lawrence's hands at any time that he'll get it done. Parker, uh,
0: kind of a similar question for uh, Notre Dame. What's the biggest thing they have to do in this, like, by, essential bye week to come out with another win against Clemson? It's a different animal with Trevor Lawrence. It's now a ten-and-a-half-point favorite for Clemson. What do you think is the most important thing for Notre Dame to do in this upcoming week?
2: I mean, rest assured, Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence out, this is a heavyweight fight no matter what. And, you know, Ian Book ha- is on pace for his best season for the Fighting Irish yet. And I think the biggest thing for Notre Dame, to, for them to pull out the victory, again, is just to stick to the same script they did in the first game. You know, Kyron Williams was an absolute difference maker. He's sixth in the country in rushing right now um, with a little bit over 1,000 yards. Um, you know, he's – He was the difference maker. He had three touchdowns, um, finished over 100 rushing yards. Um, Notre Dame's defense kind of took Travis out of the game completely. Um, You know, Notre Dame was able to control the time of possession as well because of how well Kyron Williams was playing and how well that rushing attack was going. That's not just with Kyron Williams. That's with Ian Book as well. You know, while he has played well this year, you know, 20 touchdowns, two interceptions, he still, you know, he he can kill you with his legs. And I think that's the biggest difference maker is being able to go tit for tat with Clemson. Because, you know, in years prior when it came to these Clemson-Notre Dame matchups, Notre Dame's offense just could not match up with, you know, Clemson's offense, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's a heavyweight fight, and Notre Dame's just going to do a a lot of what they did last game and just keep up, keep scoring points, keep scoring points. I I don't think they need to overthink it. I think they just need to show up, you know, be healthy and do a lot of things they did in that first matchup because it's a recipe for success, no matter the site.
0: Well, uh, I'm a pretty big Notre Dame fan myself, and I've given Brad a lot of jeers about it because we're 9-0 and Carolina isn't, but (laughs) – The one thing that's tried and true about Notre Dame football is they are a ground and pound team. They're a predominant run game. But here's the thing. When you play Clemson, Clemson is an efficient offense that can score points in a hurry. So question for both of you guys, do you think that Notre Dame will be able to keep pace with just a running game or are they going to have to push the ball downfield? Notre Dame doesn't have necessarily a powerful deep thread. They have Ben Skoranek, who's more of a, Bigger body who makes tough catches. They have uh, Mike Mayer, who's a tight end, who, again, makes more physical catches. You know, they are more in the attention of the run game than anything else. Absolutely. Can Notre Dame keep pace if they have to push the, push the ball down the field, or do you think they need to at all, or do they just need to stick with the run game?
2: You need all those guys other than McKinley. You know, you need Avery Davis to step up and have a big day. Like I said, you're going to have to air the ball out. You know, like I said, you're going to have to go tip for tap, Then the run game's not going to be enough. It, I mean, it's not. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, like you said, three play scoring drives, they're going to get off the field quick. You're going to have to go right back with them. I want to say that Notre Dame has the firepower to keep up. But like I said, to me, the only winning recipe they have here is to stay on the ground. And unfortunately that is very one dimensional and Trevor Lawrence can pretty much do it all. But like I said, Notre Dame doesn't need to overthink this. They need to go into this matchup exactly like they did the first time. But I definitely say Clemson has the edge with guys like Amari Rodgers and uh, was it Cornell, you know, they, they definitely have the, the, the um, special, you know, wide receiving unit. They have that on lock.
0: Isaiah, same question. Do you think Notre Dame can keep up with a run dominant offense or do you think Clemson's firepower is just going to be too
1: much? that's a tough one. Um, just seeing the way that they played. Notre Dame was, I give Notre Dame credit. They, they did good. They, they did what they had to do on the run. I mean, on the ground. And also they just threw a lot of at Clemson that Clemson just wasn't prepared for due to injuries. But with Clemson, I believe that yes, Trevor Lawrence once he, he has a good arm. So he, he'll throw it all over the field. Now to remind you when they first played. uh, couple of years back or a year ago, in the Sugar Bowl, I believe, um, he had T. Higgins, Justin Ross, all the um, – at least 6'4", 6'5", and up. So he could just throw it and they go get it. Now you're looking at Cornell Powell, who is like 6'3", maybe, 6'2", and then Mario Rogers, he's like 5'10", 5'11", maybe. And, you know, the speed that they have, that's, that's going to be the key for Clemson getting down the field and getting open – to get the deep balls. So with your question, I believe that Clemson offensive attack, they can really cause a lot of damage um, on the offensive end. They don't really have to worry about um, Notre Dame as much if they score points quick.
2: And, the, and honestly, the big thing with Clemson too, and I'll cut you off real quick is mm-hmm. that they were four 15 on third down. There there's going to be significant difference there with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, yeah. he, he has that offense by the throat. He has a complete, grip on it he knows i mean he is pro ready as pro ready can be best quarterback prospect since andrew luck that is not an exaggeration that that guy could go in tomorrow and start in the national football league so i think that third down percentage of those uncharacteristic turnovers are going to be completely eradicated from the game and i think that's where notre dame might be in over their head
0: um another thing that notre dame i thought did really well again like, the first game they basically bottled up Travis Etienne. He was not the contributing factor that he normally is in that Clemson offense. Etienne projected to be a first, second-round draft pick, probably the best back in this draft, in my opinion. Um, How do you think Travis plays knowing that Notre Dame can't just throw all they have at the run game? I think Notre Dame came in last game understanding that, yes – Even though DJ is a good quarterback, he's still a freshman. They still are going to rely on Travis. Now that Trevor's back, how do you think ETN performs and how that's going to be different between uh, last game and the game on December 19th?
1: Well, I'll say with Clemson, Dabo knows that, you know, now that he has his quarterback, his starter quarterback back, that he can get Travis the ball. Um, First, I would say use Travis not really in the run game, but just slip screens using him as a receiver because when he's in the back like he can he can you can he could really run out of those holes just receiving the ball and um he he has the speed and he has the power to get through especially on a receiving tack now of course we know how he runs the ball he runs the ball like a madman he he can he can run the ball but with this defense this Notre Dame defense mm-hmm. it's going to be tough to just run through everybody like he normally does in any other games, as we saw um, with DJ at quarterback. But I think the chemistry with you know Trevor and Travis is going to be back there, and they can get it back in the groove of offense like they had before.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see. I mean, I think Travis Etienne reminds me a lot of Alvin Kamara. I mean, he definitely yeah. he talked about coming back something to, to to learn how to catch the ball out of the backfield. That was not his strong suit. His first two or three years at Clemson, but he returned when he could have gone to the draft to work on that. So I think that's I think you make a good point there that Travis can make an impact in the passing game. Yeah. What we saw in the first game is this, that that was a Notre Dame home game, um, and Notre Dame actually was allowed to have fans there, so that could have played a role in some momentum swings for Notre Dame. How do you think it's different being played in Charlotte, North Carolina, a little closer to home to Clemson, just a state away um, as opposed to coming practically halfway across the country for Notre Dame, how do you guys think that the venue changes? Because that Bank of America Stadium is going to be as close to an empty stadium as it gets. Going to be, I think they allowed five thousand people to be in the stadium. Um, I looked at tickets. I think there's something crazy, like two thousand dollars at the base price. But I, I saw yeah. seven for seventeen that, grand. That, that yeah, seventeen crazy. grand, nineteen grand. That's what yeah, i Yeah, you saw that too. That is- yeah, I like. I got a ticket master, and my bank account laughed at me. But. Um, <laughs> So I think. Do you guys think that the venue
1: makes a difference? It's all the difference. In these games?
2: It's all. The well, difference. for Notre
1: Dame, yeah. But I'll say Clemson, they'll be fine. They they've been there. They I'm just talking about for the players. You right. know, just for that. I know there's no fans. We're well, basically no fans. But for Clemson, they've been there. They know. They not amused. They're not worried. They're not like, oh, here we go. We you know they're not nervous. So they know what's at stake now but at the same time now if if DJ was at quarterback maybe it would be a little different but with Travis and the experienced players coming back to the same spot they was at around the same time last year then you know I think with the experience is what's going to give to the edge
2: I mean this Barbie, is- you were
1: saying it makes all the difference in the
0: world why
2: I mean, if they were in Death Valley, you know, if all those fans were swarming the field at Clemson, I mean, that, that's all the difference in the world. You've got that entire stadium behind you. You've got all those fans behind you. I, I mean, it, it, now he makes a great point. You know, Trevor Lawrence, Travis, Dabo, all of them are used to those lights. This is nothing new for them. They're used to being the college football player for every year. They, they, they don't lose very often when they do. it's a It's a very big deal. And – I just – I think it makes all the difference in the world. I'm not going to say that's the sole reason that Notre Dame was able to come out with the win the first time, but I'd be lying to you if I said it wasn't a contributing factor. And, you know, I, I do think that Travis and Trevor are both pretty well rested. Um, you know, Travis this season statistically isn't exactly having his best year, but he's a little bit been a little bit banged up. And, of course, Trevor's had COVID. Um, so, I, I, I think that coming into this matchup, I, I this is more of a statement game for Notre Dame. Notre Dame has everything to prove, whereas Clemson has – plenty of proven people on the team that that have been in the situation a million times and won national championships.
0: Well, speaking of proof... This game has some pretty big implications as far as the college football playoff goes. And in my opinion, I've had a pretty solid opinion about the college football playoff that it's time to expand to six eight teams. I saw something the other day that was like a 16-team college football playoff, which I think is ridiculous because the disparity between number one and number four is already insane. So there's no need to have a number one. You don't don't need to have Clemson play Northwestern. We don't need to watch that football game. Yeah. But I do think it's time to bring more teams into the college football playoff. But – with the four team format that we have right now, it's getting a little hairy as to who we're gonna put in, especially, you know, if Clemson were to be a two-loss Clemson team going into the college football playoff, are you comfortable putting them in there? If Notre Dame were to all of a sudden be nine and one after losing to Clemson, should they drop a spot at all? Should they go from two to three, two to four, or should they stay where they are after losing to a, a healthy Clemson team? And to follow that up, how much do you think the committee would take into account, you know, who they're playing, the difference in the teams that they played from the first time they played Clemson to now.
2: I think if Notre Dame loses this this, this second ma- second round matchup, they – they're they're out of the top four or they're at least fourth um i think if clemson were to get a lot another loss here i think they're still in the top four either way i think the committee is going to favor clemson i'm not trying to play sides or anything but i i do agree that the 16 team expansion is absolutely ridiculous i think oklahoma getting absolutely obliterated by lsu a couple years back is everything to show that there's just too much of a of a dip off there completely um like I said, I think Notre Dame's got everything to lose in this matchup. They really do. I think Clemson still goes to the college football playoff, nonetheless. I, I think they're still finished top four. I think if Notre Dame gets knocked out, what's the moniker going to be? What's the story going to be? What's the headline going to be? Same old Notre Dame, can't win the big game when it matters. I mean, that's that. That's all you're going to see. That's all you're going to hear. So, this is this is a big game for Kelly.
0: So, if you think that Notre Dame will fall out of the top four, that would leave Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State in, you think a – who would who would take their place is what I'm asking because, you know, Texas A and M or fl- Florida I believe there's an argument gonna, for Florida. Yeah, so if, Florida, if, Florida when play win the championship game against Alabama, right? Yeah, if, if yeah they win yeah, their they game win. against
2: Alabama, and Trask is having an absolutely historic season. I mean, it, there's a very Make strong argument in. for Florida.
0: Yeah. So if Notre Dame were to fall out, who is to, who takes the replacement?
2: I, like I said, to me, Florida makes the most sense. I know it's kind of a reach and you know right now it's silly to talk about that because I mean you know we're talking about a game on December 19th and Florida hasn't even played Alabama yet. But um personally I haven't been too impressed with all the competition Alabama's played against this year. i I've been very impressed with Mac Jones. I think he's played pretty well. Um, but, you know, you've got Waddle you've had a couple injuries down for them. And I think Florida's offense is just absolutely dynamic here at Kyle Pitts. Like I said, Trask is blowing everybody. We're sitting here talking about Ian Book, Trevor Lawrence. Kyle Trask is having an absolute – you know, that, that's – he's a first-round draft pick right now. I mean, it's he, – he looks absolutely stellar as well. Personally, I'm, I'm more content with maybe sliding Florida in there, and I don't, I'm not really comfortable with AM and personally.
0: Isaiah, how do you think this game can affect the college football playoff
1: with either a Clemson win or a Notre Dame win? This has been on my mind since Clemson beat Virginia Tech, I think. Um, Wow. This is – it's it's as important as if Clemson never went to the college playoff, college football playoff. Like, they have to win to me because I did – I don't know the last time there was a two-loss team in the college football playoff or if there was. I don't think there has been. Yeah, no, I don't think yeah, there has been. There has not So, I mean, with Clemson resume, they could make a case to keep them in there with, with a loss against Notre Dame. But with all the things that Clemson has done um, the past four years, they, it matters. a lot of the committee I don't think would put them in there because of just the experience that they had. And it's like a no better type of game. Like they know better not to lose this game. They, they right. know they'll go out with the knockout punch and to get it done, get the win, get in, and then champion, championship phase. And to be honest, if Notre Dame wins, this will put Clemson, like I said, out of the playoff. But if Clemson win, I believe that Notre Dame will still be in it. I, I do, just because of the, the resume that they had this year. And I'm not sure if the committee will even look at the game that they played um, Clemson in a year ago in the Sugar Bowl and how bad they got beaten. But also, I I really think Notre Dame will still be in it and still have a chance to be in the college football playoff. Um, I agree. It would be hard hard to put Florida in there with their one loss and Notre Dame just getting a loss against Clemson and then – texas a and i A&M, I'm not too strong about doing Adams, Adam's bringing up a great point, though. I mean, if Notre Dame does lose this, you know, like you said, you got A&M,
2: you got Florida both with one loss sitting right yeah, there. I mean, what, what is the decision you make, really? I That's mean, it, it really is. It's anybody's guess.
0: Right.
1: I
2: would,
0: I would have to say that if Notre Dame were to lose, I would assume they would stay in the college football playoff for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, it really matters when your losses come and who they come to. If Notre Dame loses to a fully healthy Clemson team with the number one recruit, with the number one quarterback in the country, and they play, if they keep this game within ten, then I think Notre Dame has a strong case to stay in the college football playoff. The only way I see Notre Dame dropping out is if we they have do. a situation where Florida beats Alabama in the SEC championship oh, game. Yes. Yeah. I think that is when there's some question raised. If you have Notre Dame losing, and then you have Alabama losing as well, it's hard to say we can't put Florida in because they just beat the number one team in the country. So now you have three one-loss teams, three or four one-loss teams that have an argument to get into the college football playoff. But I will say I don't see Texas A&M getting in there either. No matter what scenario shakes out, I'm not into Texas A&M. I think if Florida loses to Alabama, we have Notre Dame at four. I think if Florida beats uh, Alabama, then we have some shakeups, maybe Ohio State 4, Florida 3, Clemson 2, Alabama, or maybe not uh, even Alabama 1, maybe Clemson would take that one spot. But things would shake up if Alabama were to lose to Florida. That is going to be a great football game. But I think more has to happen for Notre Dame to get out than just losing to Clemson. I would have to say that. Yeah, because I think they've played well enough and shown they're a different Notre Dame team than years past. I think they deserve to be in it, I, despite whatever happens uh, on, on Saturday. I agree yeah, I 100%. Agree. Full fold. I, I agree, yeah. Um, is there anything you guys want to cover? I mean, we got some more time here. Um, actually, I do have a question for you guys. First quarters are really important. How you make uh, – how you come out of the football game is really, really important. What do you need to see from both of your teams – to have faith that they can come out with a win. What do you need to see from Ian Book? What do you need to see from Trevor Lawrence? And what do you need to see from the team's respective defenses to think they have a shot at winning the game?
1: Well, first, I need to see Trevor not getting in third downs, a lot of third down situations, because if that happens, it's going to be a long day. Um, just, I, I need to see them go out fast they need to they need to have an offense that you know if it's quick slants for Trevor because I, I've seen Trevor throw uh, slants in games those tight corner window throws and just getting the ball out quick that is something that will help Trevor and you know keeping his composure and getting the game at a great pace to get points early because if you don't get points early this will be a long day not just for Trevor but for the defense because they'll get be tired. If they have a lot of three and out situations. So they cannot be no three and outs. They have to start out fast and score easy points.
2: All in all, you know, Clemson's just got to be Clemson. Notre Dame's got to do exactly what they did in the last matchup, and that's come out hot. They had that 23-10 lead early. They've, and just forced these uncharacteristic Clemson turnovers. You know, they took Travis out of the game completely. And I think Isaiah makes a great point when they're definitely going to have more – you know, there's going to be more threat of play action. They're going to have Travis way more involved in the passing game. He's going to be all over the place. So I think it's absolutely vital – that Notre Dame get off to just as hot of a – if not more of a hot start than they did last time. And, and, and it, it, it's going to get tested near the end. I see this game being very reminiscent of the first one. This is going to be a high-scoring affair regardless. So,
0: I agree. And one more question, and then I got, I got two more questions left, and then we'll wrap this up. But as – being a Notre Dame fan, I know what I'm worried about. Notre Dame has a terrific front seven on the defensive side of the ball. The second area is where my concerns come yes. in. Parker, would you think that would be the biggest concern for Notre Dame is the back half of their defense?
2: A hundred percent. I mean, honestly, that's really the biggest level of concern for me. I mean, it's not like panic button levels of concern because, I mean, you know, like you guys were talking about, they they did lose some names to the National Football League this offseason. You know, they don't have T. Higgins. But, you know, I'm impressed with Amari. I'm impressed with um Cornell. I I, they both played fantastic in, in the last matchup between the two teams. The, 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 the weakness is definitely in the secondary. So I think it's absolutely vital that they get to, Travis, uh, to, get to Trevor Lawrence early and, and, and force them to those third downs that Isaiah was talking about. I think that's going to be essential to the game. You cannot let Trevor Lawrence be comfortable in this matchup. You just can't.
0: Isaiah, kind of similar question to you. We always feel like Clemson does everything well. Um, their defense is not the strong suit this year that it has been in the past. What's the biggest concern for you going to this game for Clemson in general? Is it def- defensive side of the football? Is it Trevor Lawrence only playing one game in four weeks? What What's the big question mark you have for uh, Clemson? Because right now – Trevor Lawrence had, what, three, four weeks off where he didn't play, plays Virginia Tech. Now he gets another week off. Are you worried about Trevor not having enough time or is there something else that you're worried about?
1: I am a little worried about the fatigue um, because with them, you know, like you said, having this week off and not really playing nobody, then having the game postponed for Florida State for whatever reason, not going to get into that. But (laughs) um, that has a lot to do with, uh, the game plan, the game planning for big games like this and also just not playing. But I think the biggest concern I have is Travis. Surprisingly, Travis Etienne. I really think that he has to he has to step up. He's a senior and, and I know Trevor is a junior, but we all know he, he will be the number one pick in the draft. But also they have to step up and make a statement, not just for themselves, but for the Clemson as a whole. It starts with the quarterback. It starts with leadership. And with when you t- when you speak of Trevor and when you speak of Travis, those words, that word leadership, come to mind. And they have to really lead this team to and offensively lead the team into scoring quickly and executing on plays. Not re- they cannot have any mistakes on offense. None, because if they do, that gives Notre Dame an edge to get better field position and get themselves in field goal position to get a quick point or a touchdown that, you know, that they did against um, against us last time. Yeah, and what I'm really comfortable about being a Notre Dame fan,
0: what I saw in the last game game kind of gave me some comfort is that Notre Dame doesn't have to be perfect. They can kind of give – they can make mistakes and then kind of take some punches, where in the past I feel like if they were down 10, then it just kind of felt like Notre Dame didn't have enough (laughs) –
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: it, it feels different now that with this Notre Dame team. Final question for you guys. We like to work gambling into every episode because we're degenerates. But if you were going to put money on this game, the line is 10.5 currently in favor of Clemson. Are you comfortable Ooh. with taking that spread with Clemson? Or would you take Notre Dame and say the game is probably closer to a, a 7 or a 4 or a 3-point game? Mm.
2: I take Notre Dame by three, man. I'm, I just I don't really understand why people did not watch this last matchup and not understand that this is not the same. Like you said, this is not the same Notre Dame team that we're accustomed to seeing. If they were down ten in any other instance prior, they they're out of the ball game. Trevor and them are show sure they're on that upper echelon, and and it's not even a contest. But Ian Book having a great season, the offense, you know, the run game, they're controlling the line of scrimmage, and, and the defense, even though they're a little weak on the back end, they're still getting to the quarterback. So I mean, they show – Trevor or no Trevor, that they can go toe to toe with Clemson. So honestly, that spread is kind of kind of mind-boggling to me.
0: It really is. Isaiah, what do you think? Hmm. I'll take Clemson by ten. You do? You think so? Yeah, I'll take. No, Clemson well, if it's ten and a half has got to be eleven.
1: Well, eleven. Yeah, I'll take. I'll, well, more than eleven, maybe. But like I said, I'll take it around that area just because of this simple thing. I'm just talking about the. ACC championship, not just this being a regular game. And you understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. With experience, number one, I think that gives Clemson the big edge. Number sure. two, um, Trevor's back. You know, he understands the offense. He can audible plays. He sees the defense. He – the player, you know, he's comfortable now. And with this whole week off, he, he'll be comfortable with calling plays that, you know, the offense is normally, you know, accustomed to. So that's another thing. And number three, lastly, I just think that if Travis do what he has to do as a running back and as a leader um, on this team, that they'll have a good chance of going out and getting – just having a fast-paced offense, getting things done early. Because I'm telling you, if they don't go fast, if they don't go out early and get some points, it's going to be a long day for Trevor Lawrence and the offense.
0: All right, well, I would have to say that if I were gonna put money on it, I would I would put Notre Dame. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be, be a score game either way, whether it's three or seven. I don't foresee this being a double digit win for either team. Um, but that is our time for today, guys. Thanks for listening to four quarters overtime. Isaiah Washington for Clemson, Parker Hamlet for Notre Dame. I don't know why I just lost that word for a second, but both of them are contributors for College Sports Network. Guys, don't forget that Four Quarters is now a part of College Sports Network. Uh, Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, and all that good stuff.
1: Don't let me into my zone. I'm definitely in my zone.